What happens when a marriage is ending? The prelude. It all happened so fast. Most of his shit tossed in bags like rags out of the master bedroom. Basement disaster, man cave, fake oasis, conjured cases, ping pong tables, old record players, and a door chair from 08. Shit's fucked up, relate. Credit cards maxed, swimming in debt, diamonds gone off my fingers, replaced by grief and future regret. The kind I ain't even unpack just yet. But I digress. It all happened so fast. Most of his shit tossed in bags like rags, like trash. Out of the master bedroom. Basement disaster, man cave. Fake oasis, conjured cases, tables flipped, hearts dismissed, shit's a trip. Life feels screwed. But this is what happens when a marriage is ending. The prelude. When a marriage is ending, you feel catatonic, often compared to death or the grief of a death or a day's haze, but a death, nonetheless, a stupor, a coma. You feel as if your head is spinning while you talk to the kids and try to explain shit you don't even understand yourself, brain dead. You speculate over the 100 what ifs. Days and nights run together. Got a smile while you face it all. Your group chat is scared. They feel the pain effortless of your fall cumbersome. Your circle becomes smaller because lines are drawn. And one day, one day while you're sipping mimosas and cleaning out the closets, you gasp. By the way, you're always gasping when a marriage is ending. This time you buckle at your knees and think, ah, yes, this, this is the time for dramatics. You chuckle at your sick wit in the midst of this cyclone. Your wedding album falls out and baby's first birthday album comes tumbling down right behind it. And Mercury is in retrograde. A picture with the happy quattro follows. You gasp. And while you pour yourself more champagne, you open the burn book. Yes, now aptly titled and wonder where the years have went. You hold back tears. By the way, you're always holding back tears. When a marriage is ending. You pick up your phone and respond to the demands of your group chat with an unnecessary sharpness. They gasp. It's been six months, they say. I look at the calendar. Fucking no way. They're right. But the expectation that I should be over this marriage ending lingers in the air. As if 17 years. Nothing. As if I don't deserve grace. Never mind. They don't get it. The closet. Back to the burn book in the closet. I look at my face in my pretty white dress and recall how young I really was. All hope is gone from my future now, I think. More tears come and fall into my bubbly. I'm literally sipping parts of me. Such poetic irony. I put the book down because when a marriage is ending, you should never look back at when it began. I see my heart beats on the floor. It's a happy family picture made for four. The boy is wry and wild, and the girl is beautiful and doe-eyed. The lump in my throat breaks, like the second tap of a chocolate fondue, it breaks. And this time I don't know if I'm capable of hiding it, I break. My group chat is steadily spouting strong black woman manifestos via voice talk to text. It's pissing me off because I'm broken. I'm the custard under the creme brulee. I'm soft and gooey and delicate right now. I need grace. I need more days on my calendar. 
and more fucking champagne, but I get it. They want me whole. They don't understand that when a marriage is ending, you can't grasp the word whole. It is the furthest natural number from your soul. I respond with a crackly voice, talk to text. I tell them I am cleaning. In fact, I tell them I'm actually deep cleaning to be exact and I am fine. Because when a marriage is ending, every response to how are you doing has to be fine. Otherwise it makes the masses uncomfortable. Back to the burn book. The burn book, the closet. You're sitting in the closet this time, on the floor, precisely in the middle of the floor of his closet, which is, come to think of it, actually yours now. The thought sends a chill. Chill makes you think of bubbly. Bubbly makes you think of happy times, and, and happy times make you think of the fucking picture of you in your white dress. You nudge the burn book to the side. You look down somberly. The diamonds are really gone. You shift the glass of chilled bubbly from the right hand to the left. You have an entire bottle of champagne on one shelf and another cooling in the mini fridge. You are a full-fledged champagneaholic. You're also two classes away from becoming a champagne connoisseur. You smile and giggle at this hilariously random future accomplishment. You wonder if you and your best friend will celebrate. There's a noise. It's the aromatherapy diffuser clicking, clicking, clicking. It needs more lavender. You ignore it and become soothed by the noise. Back to the burn book. You are now turning pages in the burn book. They seem as fragile as paper mache. You make note to only allow your tears to glide to the middle of your cheek. They don't oblige. You daydream. Hours have gone by. By the way, you're always daydreaming when a marriage is ending. It's almost time to get the boy from school and you haven't done a lick of deep cleaning. You look at the clock and realize you have two hours. Your brain starts to race. Two hours equals another bottle of champagne consumption, or maybe a third of a bottle, or perhaps just a half, two glasses maybe, just two glasses. You don't know. You do the champagne math to yourself. There's a knock on your door. You think fucking solar panel salesman for sure. You move the untouched vacuum to the side and walk downstairs. It must have been the deep cleaning that alerted them to something being off with you. <laughs> because at your door was one fourth of the group chat with flowers in her right hand and bubbly in her left. Your circle is small and tough, but every now and then they show up with grace and patience and kindness with love and the fucking champagne that you need to make it through another raggedy ass day. By the way, when a marriage is ending, you must have friends that are strong enough to support you without judgment and soft enough to know when to be at your fucking door with more bubbly for you to cry into.